Carl. Uh, how are you feeling? Yeah, very good. Um, you know, I suppose I'm one of the fortunate ones that didn't really have any symptoms. So um, just glad to be back at training, working with the boys again. So you come back and Ross goes out. How did you find that period where you were sort of coaching from the couch, I guess? And <laughs> how do you think you'll find it? Well, I, I think my wife is happy um, that she didn't lose a TV. So, um, and she's glad that I can come back out now and, and be on the training track. Um, yeah, it's frustrating when you're sitting at home watching because you can't really have an effect. Even though you know we had communications, it's still you know very different. So, um, you know, glad to be back. You know, um, Ross did a good job looking after the boys, even though he didn't get a win for me. Um, you know, I'm making pay for that um, but uh, yeah it's, it's good to be back. How hands-on could you be from the couch? Um, yeah look it's, it was very difficult um, you know the game you know time I see something on the game and then relay a message you know there's something else happening in the game so it is quite difficult in that regard um, and the only sort of time you can really have a, a decent chat was at, at half time. Is it a different perspective watching a game on, on the coverage as opposed to sitting here watching it? Yeah, it is because you just can't get the full picture because um, you, you know a lot of the time the, the footage is more um, concentrated on the ball and then what's happening away from the ball. So it was a little bit difficult in that regard. And uh, of course, you got your new Japanese import Abasuki uh, training today. Uh, how's he settling in, and how excited are you to have him in the set? Yeah, look, it's it's something um, you know. We've since we lost Cassini, we we need another striker, and we had a good look around, and he comes highly recommended to us. So we, um, you know, he's got good pedigree. He's uh, a, a big target player that's very good with the ball at his feet as well. So um, you know, he will um, suit the style of play that we want to play, and you know, bring players into the game and get in the box and score goals. So. You know, looking forward to see what he, he can bring and hopefully he can bring some goals for the club. Have you mastered the pronunciation of his name so we can as well? <laughs> yeah, Hiroshi. Um, and, you know, he seems like a good guy. You know, he understands a, a bit of English as well. So, um, look, it, it'll be good to see how he settles in. It's his first sort of training session with the boys today. So we'll see how he goes. I imagine after one training session, he's probably not starting tomorrow. When do you think that fans might, might see him in action on a, in a game? Yeah, look, we, um, hopefully his clearance will come through in time for the game tomorrow night. And if it comes through to, uh, in time, we will expect to see him um, play some minutes tomorrow night. Same with Lockie Brook? Yeah, same with Lockie. If, he, if their clearances come through, we, they'll come into the squad. You know, they're both um, quality players that we brought here to make a difference to our team and, and give us a little bit of a boost going for the rest of the season. So they'll take part as soon as they, they can. Do you see Lockie getting a, a lot of minutes straight away, you sort of know him as a bit of a known quantity to the Reds and, and to you, what he brings to you, see him playing a lot of minutes as the season progresses? Yeah, most definitely. Look, he, if he, um, you know, we know the quality of Lockie and, you know, he's been away now for, for a while and it would have improved um, and I've always regarded him highly. Um, you know, when he was younger, he, he played a little bit more wider. Uh, now that he has a little bit more experience and a little bit stronger body, he should be able to play a little bit more central now as well. He said yesterday that it was the, the spot vacated by Benny, very obviously on the wing he can do, but he can also play a bit more centrally. Where do you put him ideally if you've got everyone fit and healthy? What's your view? Yeah, look, um, you know, that's the, the benefit of Lockie, that he, um, his abilities to beat players, he can play wide, and, but he also has that... Um, ability to, to pick passes out as well, so um, which we sort of need in the middle of the park. He has that um, X factor that we 
we need in the middle of the park, so um, we'll see how he, how he develops. Is that a relief? You spoke at the end of last season about needing a 10, and that was sort of a, a problem you had that you sort of lacked creativity in the, in the, in the middle. Is that a relief? So yeah, look, it's, you know, Steph has done a tremendous job in there playing for us, but that's not his game. He's more of a box-to-box -box midfield player. Um, and he's not that type of um, player that plays in between the lines and, and picks out those passes. He's more of a person that gets on the end of those passes. So um, we need to fight, we, and I've said that, if we, you know, we need that creativity, that more um, cutting edge to create more chances because we have a lot of possession and we just need um, to have someone that can pick, help pick those passes out so we can get more attempts at goal. When Lockie came in, that was sort of in the period that you came in as well when you were interim coach. Do you sort of have a bit more of an affinity to him, seeing you, you broke him into the team originally? Oh, look, it's a lot of these younger players I've known since they were, you know, 11, 12 years of age and seeing their progression right through. Um, so, yeah, I, I do have a, an affinity with a lot of the younger players because I've worked with them over a long period of time. And, and I know um, in the right circumstances that they, they can um, develop and, and have success. So I'm not frightened to give those um, young players th those opportunities. Have you got a Steph update at this point in time? Is he still waiting on papers? Yeah, as far as I know, he's still waiting on papers. So, um, you know, he'll play tomorrow night. And if it gets sorted in the next week, then he you know, then he'll be off, and if not, then we will hopefully look to keep playing him until it all gets sorted. I'm sure he'd love to sort of use it as motivation, a sort of farewell game, but you don't really even get to do that because you don't know what's going on with him, do you? No, we don't, um, but, you know, to Steph's credit, you know, he's still leading the team exceptionally well, still playing exceptionally well, um, so, you know, that's all we can ask from him, um, is to keep working hard like he has been doing. And in the scheme of things, the importance of of a win tomorrow night against a quality opposition? Yeah, look, it's, um, you know, we're starting to build a little bit of momentum. We had a good result last week against Victory, um, even though we didn't play um, the football that we want to play. Um, and, you know, tomorrow night is another great test for us, you know, against, you know, one of the, the best teams in the league that won the, the championship last year. So um, it's a great test for the playing group. And you know we get some. We've managed to get some good results against City over the last few years. So we're we're expecting to you know go out and, and give it a good hot, red hot shot and um, get another result. Can I just ask one more on um, Hiroshi? What's it, what's the first day like for for a player who hardly speaks the language? Is, I imagine never been to Adelaide before. What's first day like for these sort of players? How do you? Like assimilate them from the very start. Like, what's he doing down the rooms right now? Yeah, look, he's just going through his um, um, protocol that most players all have their own individual protocol before we, they go out to train. So he's going through those exercises at the moment. And you know, football is you know, players change clubs and have moved on. You know, Hiroshi's been to a few clubs, so he's it's no stranger to you know going into a new environment. And that's football. You know, as soon as you go on the pitch, we all speak the same language. With Hiroshi, um, how did this move actually come about? Obviously, he's got background in Spain. Was this one of your, one of your Spanish boys? Sort of no, no, no. Um, we work with, you know, obviously we work with a lot of agents and an agent brought him attention to us and we had a good look at him and, you know, we thought that, yeah, he'll fit the way that we want to play and, and it was an easy deal to get here. Um, you know, he... You know, this deal was done within you know two weeks. It was a quick deal to to be done, and so we're looking forward to him coming out and, and doing well for us.
Yeah, look, we've only got the, the long-term injuries to Cassini, Nicancel and um, James. Um, and other than that, everyone else is fully fit. You know, we don't have enough room in the locker room downstairs to fit all the players in at the moment. So, um, um, so we've had to spread ourselves over the two change rooms. So, um, yeah, it, it's good. You know, the uh, fitness staff have, have done a tremendous job with the, with the playing group so far this season. You know, the... And the injuries that we have copped so far have been long-term injuries that nothing you can really um, plan for or, or stop. I can't just ask uh, an Issa replacement tomorrow night who plays the same sort of role as him, do you think he can sit Yeah, look, um, you've got Louis Dorigo, you've got Joe Coletti, you know, we've got Johnny Yarl, you know, young Ethan Allegic as well. So we've got a, f a few players that can play in those positions.